the open beta for Multiverses has launched, and we have two new entries into the roster, both from Space Jam, A New Legacy, LeBron James, and Rick and Morty. So, of course, you realize this means podcast. Are you ready, eager young space cadet? Meep, meep. Where's the kaboom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. Continuing down our Looney Tunes for Everyone coverage at Comic-Con this year, I also had the wonderful opportunity to sit down with Matthew Lillard, uh, the voice of Shaggy, uh, Tara Strong, the voice of Harley Quinn, and the creator from Multiverses, the current game that is a mix of like Super Smash Brothers brawlers with Warner Brothers IP. And I had such a wonderful time talking to them and getting to, you know, peek behind the curtain, if you will, on some of the things that were going on Uh, with the creation of the game, as well as, you know, how hard it is for them to bring in new characters. But uh, starting off, I got to sit down with Matthew Lillard, the guardian of Shaggy, and bring up that we are approaching the 20-year anniversary of Looney Tunes Back in Action, which is a celebration of Warner Brothers IP in its own right. But he was in that film, and he's, you know, having dinner with uh, Casey Kasem as Shaggy, and then at another table is Bugs Bunny. So he was kind of ahead of the game, if you will. So I brought that up to him as well, and we had a really fun conversation. I do apologize. It was kind of noisy in the room, uh, but if you bear with me, I think you'll get some fun fun little tidbits out of this. So first up, my conversation with Matthew Lillard. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm not a very good Overwatch player, but I was always Mercy, so I could nice. fall around and just kill people. Yeah, so you guys, you guys save me all the time. That's all I do. <laughs> very cool. So, so doing, you know, with um, doing the, the, the video game, the movies with Shaggy, live, live, and you know, animated and video game, do you... Is it easier now for you to get into that mindset of doing it? Like before, I've heard like it was like I had to like get my throat so hoarse and yeah. voice and. Well, when I first started, my first audition, I literally would scream myself hoarse to, to find the voice. Um, you can't make a major motion picture screaming yourself hoarse every day for six months. So I learned early how to do it, uh, and now I now it's I do it all the time. Hi, um, Matthew. Very nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Um, I have a Looney Tunes podcast, and yeah. you have done... You've been in a couple projects where you are, as Shaggy, working alongside, uh, or as yourself, working alongside other characters in that universe of the Warner Brothers IP, uh, specifically Looney Tunes Back in Action, which is celebrating its 20th next year. Oh, really? That's funny. And I was wondering uh, what it is about seeing these Warner Brothers IPs uh, in all one project together and how exciting that is for fans. Yeah, look, I, I think it's, I mean, for me to watch Shaggy play, to go from the ultimate coward, from teaching kids what it means to be scared of something and overcoming your fears and figuring out it's just a man in a mask, to now playing a badass is super exciting. Yeah. Um, I think that 
look, the game looks amazing. So anytime you see people put that time, energy, and effort into something and make something really incredible, and if you listen to Tony talk about what went into crafting the characters, uh, I have a great respect for him and the game itself, and I think I think fans are gonna go crazy. Yeah. I mean, the idea that Shaggy's fighting Bugs Bunny or Taz is like, it's awesome. It is so awesome. It's so awesome. And you have different variants. So like you get to play a suave Shaggy, yeah, as well as the manic Shaggy. Yeah, yeah. So was there a difference in your cadence or in, in something that you brought to that character? Yeah, it's funny. I don't remember. I'm gonna be honest. I just don't remember. It's really not about the voice. It's about you know the, the action and, and the game. Yeah. So, great. No, it was. Yeah, great. Looks, the, I, I just saw it for the first time. But it's, it's so fun. Yeah, yeah. Have it's you so played fun. it? Yes. Is it good? It's so fun. Yeah. yeah. I think the people are. I think people really love the game. How this works. Have you I think so it? too. I haven't been able to. If I watch trailers and everything, it looks really fun. Yeah. They're doing competitions. Like it's gonna be competitive gameplay, which is fun. Yeah. I like that it's two like teams of two instead of like Smash Brothers, where it's like one on one. I think it's awesome. It's I think that's what makes the game special. Yeah, especially because that and Mario Party are like the friend enders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Friend enders is a good term. Oh, and also I was talking to Xavier Woods yesterday, our awesome trained WWE wrestler. He loves hackers, and he asked the only question he had for you was, "Did you eat my fries?" It's okay if you don't remember. It's fine. It's been a long time. So. What was, uh, did I eat his fries? Yeah, from hackers. Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was a Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I thought he literally ate the guy's fries. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you guys coming have you played the game? I have not. I just saw it for the first time. It's amazing. So, my favorite question and also worst question to ask you, how does it feel to continue to be shaggy? Uh, it's, you know, I it's know funny. you love the character, but... Well, I used to hate the... I used to hate that question. I know. Now I, I kind of love it. I mean, okay, good. as older I get, the more I understand the impact. The impact it has on people is Absolutely. the joy of it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really care. I mean, well, yeah, I, you know, I'm like, whatever. But the idea that... The kids today still care that Gen Z is like, you know, Airbnb thing went crazy. I mean, people really, it's in the zeitgeist right now. And I think that after the pandemic, people are looking for nostalgia, looking for things they used to love. And I think that that show and that movie at the time it came out, these kids really, I don't know, they, they, they're, they love it more now than ever. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, how difficult was it to do the audio if you haven't played the game yet? Did you have to think about this is a video game versus this is a voiceover? Yeah, I mean, it's a little different in that, you know, there's a relationship aspect of Scooby-Doo between Shaggy and the gang that's sure, always sure. simple. Right. Video game is always, like, on a 10. Every video game is on a 10. Very rarely are you like, hey... What are you doing today after school? Like, you are fighting for your life. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that is hard to do vocally for three hours a show. Oh, I bet. So we had to break up the session into two different sessions. Okay, okay. Um, just to be able to sort of fight through it. Sure, sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Tell her I think of her all the time. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Yeah. Next up, I got to sit down with Tara Strong, the voice of many beloved characters in the Warner Brother lexicon, including Bubbles and Raven. But specifically for this, she is voicing Harley Quinn. So we talked a bit about Harley Quinn and what it was like for her to interact with the Looney Tunes. Hello. 
Good, how are you? Hi Tara, I have a podcast for Looney Tunes fans and I wanted to ask what it was like for you to be integrated into that world where you're actually getting to interact with Taz and Bugs Bunny for the first time. I thought it was really adorable how much she likes Taz. <laughs> and she calls him Flobber. Yeah, you know, I, I love this particular multiverse because there are so many characters from different universes that would never interact with each other, talk to each other, hang out with each other, fight each other, play with each other. Um, and it's fun for the eyes. You know, it's like, oh, great, there's the Iron Giant and there's Bugs Bunny. So it's right. really fun. And I like that she gets a kick out of those characters. And um, anytime she gets to interact with Bugs and some of the other classes that each of the characters does, it's just funny visually because she's a part of So it automatically lends itself to comedy and adventure and excitement and fun. And then the game delivers the gameplay. Yeah, and it's so fun. I've actually played the game. Oh, yeah? And it's incredible. Um, were you actually in the booth with Eric Bauza or anybody? No. Okay. That's cool, though. That's really Video cool. Video games we always do. Okay. Could we potentially see Bubbles show up in this so. game? I think so. Yay. Why not? Absolutely. That would be so fun. Are there any else you'd like to see, like, from, aside from the Washington Avenue, like, from the game, who would you like to see your characters interact with? Well, I think we need to add Rarebear. I think we need to add Bubbles. Why not call it Purgles? And Miss Minutes. She's It just has such a large, vast potentiality, yes. and it can grow to well, like a, anything could be Literally, yes, yeah. That's it's so exciting, and I, I keep advocating for Dorothy. I really want to see Dorothy in there and just click her red heels and like do something fun. <laughs> Is it fun for you to create a new character? Like as soon as you read a new name that you've yeah. never seen before, and yeah, you're like, oh, I can bring. Oh, 
And once again, I apologize for the quality, but overall, I think it's a really fun uh, conversation that we had. And moving right along, we have the producer, Shalomon Bird, as well as the developer and creator of the game, Tony Hung. And this is a wonderful conversation because he brings up one of my favorite aspects, which is it's a character first game. You have aspects of like Tom and Jerry going after each other and the damage they're creating to other players is just collateral damage because you know, they are in their own little world trying to, you know, capture each other or uh, Tom's trying to capture Jerry. And there's just a a level of respect that goes into the creation of uh, implementing these characters into a game like this, which I am a big fan of. So I cannot wait to share with you my conversation with them. And here it is. Whereas one is pretty generous, where they like, okay, here's what you can use, here's what you can't use. Okay, you can use this person, this person, but you gotta take out this person. I kind of play a lot of really dealing against this. I think there's it's a very different process than that. Um, I think that's. Uh, so we're a developer. We're coming up with ideas like how do we realize this character? Can we realize this character in the game in a way that? Makes the character play this way, and then, um, and then from there, when we do that, we're looking at what is available. Like, uh, can we actually do it? Um, and so far, it's almost like always yes. It's like no. um, it's been pretty awesome. <laughs> it's like yeah, we just go like okay, we're gonna do this crazy thing. And the thing is like um, they're they're entrusting us. That's a lot of responsibility, right? Um, to make sure that these characters. Uh, behave the way that they think they So it's like a collaborative process. We work with um, WB and, and uh, IP holder of specific characters, right? And make sure that they're realized in the correct way. So, the um, example I would use is um, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry in a fighting game, how they actually behave. Whereas, like, if you actually understand, like, Tom and Jerry don't care about anybody else, they just care about each other. So, the whole time, Tom and Jerry just chasing each other. In our, in our game. So they don't care. The characters don't care about anybody else. So all their attacks are directed at each other and not anybody else. And what's happening is collateral damage to everybody else. So that's just the idea. And our, like, can we realize that from a technical standpoint? And then will IP holder WD animation, for instance, let us do that? Um, and that process has been awesome. And the fact that we can bring that character to reality, and playing the character, uh, playing the way that we think that it should be played, has been a dream. And everyone just cares at the end of the day about like uh, the character being the character. Yeah. And that's what everybody's shared goal is, right? So, um, yeah, oftentimes WB has made the character much better because they're offering suggestions from, from a viewpoint that's like, these are important to our fans, and we know our fans better than anybody else. Although we're massive fans of these characters, otherwise we do right. So we're starting off with like a really good place, and then they're they're upping the game, right? And then so at the end of the day, like um, the character working with WB has been a dream, um, and it's better than if we had just gone to sleep. So it's kind of. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually a big advocate of the character first mentality, and that Tom and Jerry example is brilliant, and I love that that has been integrated into the game. Are there any other characters that um, you had to look back on the source material, like for Bugs Bunny's Kick or something like that, that, that you, you were inspired by uh, the classic work? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, 
if you look at the game itself, like everything is kind of there's a lot of history behind each of the characters. There's a lot of legwork. I mean, I always, you know, I tell the team, like, a lot of the hard work is done. Like, we just need to make sure that's translated. <coughs> So if you look at our trailer, our cinematic trailer, it's like Shaggy jumping into Batman's arms. That's a direct take from the 60s cartoon when they did a crossover in the 70s. Um, and so a lot of, like, if you look at Wonder Woman's combo, if you look at the movie, there's like a lot of inspiration from Wonder Woman uh, live action movie. There's a lot of inspiration there from that combo directly into the game. The poses, the um, expressiveness, the animations, right? The facial animations. A lot of the heavy lifting has already been done. And we want to realize that everything from um, music, audio, when Jerry dies, he plays the classic, you know, Jerry um, on screen. Like, so all these things are you know, coming together to make the most authentic version of these characters. Um, and that's what we want. The most authentic version of these characters in this game. Right. So, um, thank you for making the dream of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Our that, show. That's, that's, that's super satisfying. Yeah. All the hard work that we do is yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So overall, I had a really fun time interviewing the talent and the brains behind the game Multiverses, which is open in the beta version right now. You can download it right now and play it on PC, PlayStation, uh, consoles, uh, Xboxes, you know, whatever you have. I think it's out there for you to enjoy. So go enjoy it and please let me know what you think. But we also had two reveals. We had LeBron James joining the fray on July 26th, and he's going to be voiced by John Bentley. And this is wonderful because it is a, a blending of sports in these fighting games, and he's also just a really well-rounded player, and they, they really took the time to integrate him in a really fun way, and he has the basketball, and he's able to dunk on them, but the trailer is my favorite part because he's getting to hit the court again with bugs. Listen to this. Time for the main event. Let's get it. Can't dunk this for dunk. Batman and LeBron, sounds good to me. <laughs> That's all, folks. Roy Zoings, what a matchup. Showtime. Up, up, up. Boom! Right the kissing. Block him, bunny. That's gonna hoit in the morning. I got you, bug. Next. Let's do this again, bud. And while we don't have a trailer just yet for the Rick and Morty part of it, uh, they will be integrated into the game at a later date, I believe in August. So we will keep you updated right here as those updates happen. And that's not all for our Looney Tune panel breakdown. We will have a full-on breakdown. Sabine and I are going to sit down and go over everything that we saw in the Indigo Ballroom for the Looney Tunes for Everyone panel, including Tiny Tunes, including Looney Tunes cartoons, character reveals, 
and so much more. I cannot wait for you to hear this. I was overwhelmed by how much reverence there is for these characters right now. And just, it, it's an embarrassment of riches that I am glad to be a part of. And I loved every second of it. I wish you could have been there to watch it with me. But I will be breaking down and discussing all of the inside stuff that we were able to see and unfortunately, we weren't able to record it, but I cannot wait to talk about it. So that will be next. Stay tuned, because that's not all, folks. That's like way you think. <laughs> Thank you.